Hello, one and all, and welcome to What Were We Talking About Again? The only podcast on the internet that attracts both protons and electrons. I'm your host, Jake, and with me here this week is Kira. Hello. Alright, so, um, how, how has your week been going so far? Oh, uh, pretty good. A little long. It's one of the longer weeks of the school year. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself so we know what kind of person you are. Um, well, I'm a senior in high school. Uh, I row crew, so I'm usually doing that, like, most hours of the day. Uh, and I watch a lot of TV, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty great life. <laughs> uh, so, um, are you familiar at all with how this show is structured? Vaguely. <laughs> okay, so let me let me just explain it uh, for the new viewers or listeners, especially, but also for you. Uh, we we do this in fifteen minute blocks, and each block has a starting uh, word or phrase, and then we have to discuss that. The next fifteen minutes can be uh, debate, uh, a discussion, a conversation, storytelling, anything relating to that word or phrase. Uh, we don't necessarily have to stick to that word or phrase. Wherever the conversation goes, it goes. But uh, that's where we start. At the end of each 15-minute interval, and there will be four, uh, the, word, the last word or phrase that was uttered is the next starting topic, even if uh, it has to be taken out of context to work appropriately. Uh, yeah. So uh, the missing ingredient here is the starting topic, and this week it was provided to us by Tara, who lives across the street, actually. <laughs> uh, Kira lives in my neighborhood as well. We're <laughs> doing a sort of neighborhood-themed show this week, I guess. But the word she gave us is rigid. Rigid. Yeah. So uh, if you want to start the timer and we could just get right into it. All right. All right, so rigid is kind of an interesting word. But I'll tell you what's not rigid. No, this table is actually pretty rigid. Does rigid have multiple uses? Well, yeah, it does. But I, I think the definition is always about... It's usually about like physical structure. Like if you can push it over yeah. easily or not. Or break it easily. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure about the exact definition. But it can also be used in a metaphorical sense, of course. Yeah. Just like all adjectives. It's just coming to mind, it's reminding me of crew practice. I think I'm thinking of frigid instead. It's been so oh, yeah. cold this week. It has been cold this week. <laughs> um, especially after, like, last week's weather where mm-hmm. it was, like, summer for two days. Yeah. Even today was pretty warm out compared to yesterday. Yesterday, like, I wanted... It was so cold. Uh-huh. Uh, I remember walking home and, like, I wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's the consensus. Everyone wants to die when it's cold out. Yeah, that's that's the nature of the seasons, kind mm-hmm. of. During winter, everyone sort of would like to hibernate, but we can't mm-hmm. because that's not an option. Yeah. So um, instead, we're all grouchy and <laughs> miserable. I was thinking about the weather today. I was sitting in a boat, and it was windy, and I was cold. And I was thinking it was kind of nice out, and I was like, if this weather stayed all the time, eventually we would consider it to be warm, right? Hypothetically, <laughs> yes. I mean, everything is relative. I noticed, like, after coming off of summer, like, 40 degrees is, like, very cold. Yeah. But it, in the middle of winter, a 40-degree mm-hmm. day, like, that's pretty nice. Yeah. I, I'll wear 
gym shorts because like of every white boy mm-hmm. <laughs> if the temperature's slightly above <laughs> freezing you gotta wear the gym shorts exactly it's like if people from california if they like go up north and they're used to like la weather and it'll be like 50 degrees but they're wearing like three coats because they think it's like below zero yeah the body adapts to the environment i don't know i um i might be going north for college mm-hmm. so um there might not be any heat <laughs> like in my life. No, my sister, um, she is in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And it's like their winters like they get snow all the time. Like it's so cold and they row too. I don't know how they do it. I would know. Are you sure they don't ice skate? <laughs> like with the the canoe just <laughs> They could if they really wanted to. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a very exciting sport. No, it, it it's it, it would be hard to propel yourself if yeah. if you're on a machine of ice on the ice. Well, bobsledding and toboggans. Yeah, that's true. But they get, <laughs> they get like a running start. I feel like in crew. Wait, do you run to start in crew? No. no, yeah, that's what I thought. Wait, hold on. So <laughs> if you don't have like a you have like a line that you start from, right? Yes. But how do you account for like drift? Uh. Well, so we have like metal season and then kind of like preseason. So the preseason races, uh, drift kind of just doesn't matter if you're like a boat's length ahead of everybody else when you start. Well, good for you. Are <laughs> you serious? Yeah. Oh my so gosh. once you get to metal season, though, um, they have these, uh, I forget what they're called, they're these floating thingies. And you go in and people are laying on them and they yeah. actually hold your boat. Uh, and oh. so they hold everyone uh, at the same starting spot. See, that's more fair. Why don't they just have that always? Because it's really cold in the beginning of the season. Because <laughs> the people can't lay on it. <laughs> yeah, it would it would be really torturous to make them do that. It's super windy, too. You never know, like, what the weather's going to do. Does crew go all year round? Um, I, I feel like people talk about it all year round. Yeah, it's, like, life-consuming. Uh, so spring is the main season so march through may are uh-huh. the core like racing months um a lot of people row in the summer just like for fun or like they have camps and stuff like that and then there's fall crew um fall crews technically another season it's the fall season but it's all um longer races they're called head races because uh, they're not so a heat you have people racing by heats, but in head, you just send people out, like, one by one, and they all start at different times, um, and they're usually, like, 5Ks or 6Ks instead of a normal race is, uh, 1,500 meters for high school, so it's extra long, (laughs) and then winter training. I feel like I'm learning a lot about About crew. crew? Yeah, Yeah, I've always heard about it, and (laughs) I just think, oh, they row, like, um, I guess it kind of does boil down to that, yeah, but it really there, does. There's, there's always complexities to everything that you don't know about. Oh yeah, this sport, it's so technical, like, you see people just rowing, like, think, oh, like, you could do that, but you get in that boat, it's so hard. Can you explain to me what a coxswain is? <laughs> a coxswain? Well, oh, that's how you pronounce well, it? Yeah, so, silent S and W, I guess. Um, so, a coxswain, so we have eights and fours are the boats that they go in. Uh, They sit in the boat, they steer, they motivate you, uh, basically. So they only go in sweeping boats, so boats that have one oar Uh for each person. Um, 
Basically, if those boats didn't have them, they wouldn't be able to row. Um, they also, like, they call stroke rates, so, like, they tell you when to slow down, they tell you when to speed up, they do the race plans during the race so that you can win. Uh, so, they, like, they look like they don't do anything, but they're actually very important to right. racing. So, they're, like, the quarterback yeah. of football, minus yeah. the throwing. Yeah. And then there's sculling boats, so people everyone has two oars which don't have coxswains they just have bow and bow steers and motivates so it kind of shows you you can do it without a coxswain but it's way easier when you have one yeah uh last year i was on the yearbook staff Uh and um on our crew page uh the person who did the spread misspelled cock cat coxswain They they spelled it with a W instead of an X, Ugh. and I don't know how that got through. Cow swine. Yeah, cow swine exactly. <laughs> cow swine. The whole farm. Uh huh. I mean, no offense to the boys' team, but sometimes they're like a zoo. Wow! <laughs> wow! Dr- getting heated yeah. up in here. They've cleaned up their act, though. That's good. Yeah. I've heard some pretty derogatory things said about like male crew teams. So. Um. I'm not going to mention yep. them here, <laughs> obviously. There's some beef. There's some beef? Yeah. <laughs> not so much anymore. Like, in prior years, there was a lot with, like, the upperclassmen. But mostly, like, I think a lot of the people on the girls and the boys teams are friends. Yeah. Now. So a lot of it's gone both ways. But the coaches don't like us to mingle, so they create a little divide. <laughs> really? Why is that? Um... I don't know. The head coach for the boys team, he says the girls are the devil and that we're not allowed <laughs> oh to talk. <laughs> yeah, if they like, if he like catches someone uh, having a conversation with one of us, they'll have to do these things called judos. I don't even know what they are, but like they're this weird like push up, like knee, like jumping jack thing. I don't even know. But they have to do like a ton of them if they talk to us. Dude, that's just so insane. worth it though. <laughs> like, if if I had to choose between not talking to a girl and doing one of those, I'm doing one of those. Like, it's I don't not know. that hard. These guys may beg to differ. <laughs> Man, and and plus, y- you get exercise, so you look more attractive <laughs> to women in the future. Yeah. So it's actually encouraging more <laughs> talking to to the girls. And then. The girls' coach, he just doesn't like the boys. Well, he's like protective dad, like doesn't want his daughter to okay, talk to anyone. Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you if you if you both share an interest, then maybe you'll become more dedicated to the sport. But what do I know? I'm the coach. <laughs> Who knows? I yeah. I wish I knew what was going on in their minds. Yeah, coaches are a hit or miss kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um. A, I've heard, you know, a bad coach, I don't know if they can necessarily ruin your love for a sport, but they can kind of hamper it, definitely. Um, I think I've left a sport because of coach before. Not necessarily just the coach. Like, I think there's a lot of factors that go into it, but not having a coach, and not necessarily a bad coach, just a coach who doesn't fit what you need or want out of a coach, Mm -hmm. it can really, like, hinder your experience and make it not as fun. Did you do soccer this year? No. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? I haven't done soccer in two years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't been catching up on your sports life, exactly. Mm. 
pretty much just I didn't do a sport in the fall this year. I actually had off, which was the best decision I've ever made. In my yeah, entire I don't life. do sports at all. It's the <laughs> That's best a good choice. No, actually, other than karate, yeah, I take. But that's all year round, and that's like forty-five minutes. Are you a black belt? Yeah. What degree? Um, junior, which is equivalent to a first. So I could go right to the second. Uh huh. But if I wanted to, I could retake my test when I'm eighteen and get like a regular first. But there's no reason to. <laughs> it's completely unnecessary. Um, actually, my one instructor, he during his black belt test, he actually like didn't perform well. And they gave him an, opportun- an opportunity to get the black belt. So they had him blindfolded and they held a wooden board behind him. And then they said, if you could break this board with your elbow, you can, it'll get you the boost you need <laughs> to get your black belt. So he did it. And um, yeah. He just broke it and got his black belt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's kind of cool how the little, like, they'll actually give you an, they're not super, my school isn't super strict. Like, in a more traditional school, that would not fly. If you didn't perform well, tough luck. Mm-hmm. Mm. I know my sister used to do karate. I think she stopped at, like, purple belt or green belt. I don't even yeah. know what order We have, like, from. two sort of, uh, I guess, filters. Mm-hmm. So, like, blue belt's one filter. A lot of kids quit there. And then once you pass blue belt, the next filter is second degree brown. A lot of kids quit then. Um, so I made it through both filters, but I was considering quitting in blue belt because it just, it it wasn't fun for a little while. I had this really, actually it was because of this one instructor, um, she was really obnoxious about the whole thing and (laughs) funny story later she got arrested (laughs) for, um, growing weed. Oh. Yeah, and she says she didn't know what it what was going on, and it was her boyfriend that was doing it. But I think we all know the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, right? And um, you know, the karate school tried to bury that real Mm. fast. I mean, that's why I'm not mentioning their name. Yeah, we know Uh, all about teachers getting arrested. (laughs) Oh yes, we do. Oh my goodness. That was so legendary, was. and we're the year it happened to. I know. Oh, that was wow. wild. And then it, the, the replacement was so much better. <laughs> like he actually taught us instead of just telling us to state the facts all the time. <laughs> oh man, what a grand he! And he's a cool dude. He is he's a super cool. I dude. think I almost fell asleep every day, and once he came, but like he brought us cookies. <laughs> yeah, and. His tests were actually, like, reasonable. Yeah, I could actually pass them. It, it's not that uh, the pre, the first guy's... I, I don't know. Should I just call him Mr. Johnson? That's sure. not his real name. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that Mr. Johnson's tests were super difficult, but the way he taught was, like, he, we were supposed to independently learn. I know. And then in class, he would do, like, stupid crap, like, read us news stories and ask for our opinions on this polling website. Tell us to make sure that we set up a Roth fund for when we're, like, 15. Oh, yes, and he gave us life <laughs> advice, too. And everything tied to ISIS. Oh. Because that's when they were really hitting their stride. Remember we did all those debates on, like, weed and stuff? Yeah, I do remember that. I don't know. It taught us history, except it really didn't. And then he never, I'm so mad, like, 
he made us do those video projects and he never let us watch other people's video projects. Yeah. Like, what kind of a teacher does that? My, <laughs> our video project turned out so good. <laughs> well, we had a rap battle in ours. Really? Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. Mine was so bad. I remember right before uh, he left, um, I say that loosely. He uh, left <laughs> for reasons. Yeah. Um, he like assigned another project and you could do whatever you want for it. And like my group was going to do a video project. Oh yeah, that's right. I would, do you remember we were gonna what, make a, who was in my group though? No, I don't. I remember our group was gonna make a Dr. Seuss book, oh. but like about Jews. Oh my god! I don't know something like that. I don't even remember what it was for. It I, had to do with the uh, like the what's it called? The not the Enlightenment, like oh. the American Enlightenment equivalent. Was it like? Where everyone, like, turns to, like, religion and morality oh. for, like, a solid decade. And then, <laughs> I don't think that's yeah, that got Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it was called. I didn't learn anything about that time period, and you can kind of tell. I don't even know what I learned in that class, honestly. Oh, timer's up. Honestly is our next topic. You know, they say honesty is the best policy. I think that's a situational... Yeah, definitely. Like, normally, it's probably good to tell the truth, but I think saying that it's always the best thing to do is an oversimplification. Mm -hmm. I'm not opposed to lying. Also, there's different... I'm not, like, types of lying, but, like you said, like, situations. Like, um, uh, I had this one friend online... um, and people always ask us if we were dating. And so, like, none of these people know who either of us are. We just started joking around with them and making them think that we were just for, like, kicks. Yeah, yeah, and, like, some... And, like, if you could, like, tell that we were joking, then you would obviously not take it seriously. But, like, some... Like, you know, like, that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. that kind of... Like, fun stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Some types of lying you should just not... Was that on Twitter that this happened? No, it was on Tumblr. Oh. That website's full of surprises. <laughs> yeah, very, uh, I don't go on it very often. Mm-hmm. It has a bad, um, bad reputation. Does it? I would say, yeah. I mean, uh, other than people who use Tumblr, <laughs> uh, a lot of people don't think very highly of the community. Oh, it, that's like my number one, um, I, like I slowed down on Twitter and I've escape more to tumblr hey it was all the power to you it's no it's not, very it's not i mean i would probably use it mm-hmm. if it weren't for the rep it had because it's actually kind of cool it's like a blog but not really yeah. it's social media the way it really works is you have to find like your fandom people yeah. usually short shorten them so you know like they take tumblr and they cut off the end and they do the um blur part so there's like study blur for okay. people who like studying, like they'll just like reblog right. pictures of notebooks and like neat notes. Are you? Is this real? This is real. This is real. Does anyone who <laughs> like studying? Yeah, there are people, and I'm sure like if like you made a study blur, like it would make you want to study. Like that's why people do it. Okay. And then there's like fit blur for people who like fitness. Yeah. So like um, they'll post pictures of like their muscles, their workout plans, stuff oh, like that. Sick. And so you like you stay within like these communities. Um, I'm usually, like, in, like, more, like, the TV show section, so, like, 
all the people I follow and interact with are like from like a select few. Yeah, uh, you have TV shows, fitness. Yeah, you have uh, studying and then TV shows. TV That's shows. what I want. There yeah. are some other sections of Tumblr that I will never go down. Oh, but Tumblr has PG. so much. Um, how do I say this? Pornography. Yeah. Um. The porn bots have so the porn bots. It. Was, I don't know if you ever heard about them, but it was kind of like just this flood of like uh. Just, like, you know, like, the fake, like, porn people follow you on Instagram? Yeah. It was the same thing, but there were so many on Tumblr. Like, uh-huh. like some, like, people, like, half of their following list is just porn bots. That's great. I saw this post yesterday. This person, like, a bunch of Viking blogs followed them. <laughs> Vikings? Yeah. It was, like, 13, 15 Viking blogs just followed them out of nowhere, and they had no idea where it came from. I don't know if it's, like, real... But it was a fun They probably post. posted with the hashtag Scandinavia. <laughs> probably no, yeah. If you like post anything with a tag, like they Tumblr like has a really dumb interface sometimes. Like I don't know what their staff does, but they're not doing their jobs. And like you'll like look up a tag or like you'll type something in. If I make a post that says like the sun was super red today, and then I go in and I search out the tag like a band that has like today in it like my post will still come up because I said the word today very smart algorithm (laughs) the smartest see I thought you were gonna go like you said red so communism or (laughs) Japan or something there's the the political side of tumblr the main problem with tumblr is that you really can't trust anything you read that's everywhere on the internet but it's, like, so bad. Like, you get the fact... Because there's just people coming at it from all sides. Like, they'll just reblog and, like, type just their opinion, not even fact-based. And then people will start spreading. Like, at least on Twitter, like, you can tell by people's responses, like, if what someone said was right or not. Yeah. But Tumblr is so difficult. Twitter's the only social media I, I use, really. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, I don't even have an account. And... I got I get a lot of flack for that all the time. <laughs> People are like, "Yo, what's your Insta?" I don't have an Insta. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have an Insta? It doesn't appeal to me. Look at look. Whenever I look at whenever I picture Instagram, all I ever see are uh, narcissists posting selfies, uh-huh. reposted stolen memes that aren't funny. Yes, and uh, like just general annoying annoyances it's basically the side of twitter that i don't like (laughs) condensed into one piece Mm -hmm. of social media Ugh. i use i mean you're familiar with my twitter right yeah very so i make these dumb tweets like questioning just everything in life and i like to bring like my tweets into my instagram captions and not like the same exact ones but kind of like the same concept and then, so, like, I try to keep my Instagram, like, funny, and then my pictures, like, I'm very into, like, you've heard people have a theme for their Instagram. Yeah. So, I'm always keeping up with my theme. I like it. I view it more as an art form. Yeah, I understand that. It's, like, I mean, it's hipster <laughs> BS, but <laughs> it's fun. Some people, yeah, you go down their page and all they have our selfies like literally just pictures of their face in a row everywhere 
And, you know, actually, I've actually considered making an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And the reason why isn't because I want to see anyone's posts. Mm-hmm. It's because so, there's always so much drama going down there <laughs> that I hear about that I can't look at because I don't have an account. Yeah. So I, I need to catch up on the drama. Those nudes accounts that kept opening up last oh year. Oh, my gosh. Like, what happens? <laughs> They, so Even. I don't know if it was the same person, but obviously there there are tons of people in the school who have just albums of every single person's nudes. How do they get them? I don't know, but they collect them. And um, there's this one kid I know, he's uh, telling me one of his friends had a bunch. Um, and you know how they started searching phones last year? I forget yeah. like what leaked, but they started searching phones and... Um, it was like a nude's account. His, his was gonna, yeah. yeah, it was. Um, his was probably gonna get searched, and like he like gave all of them to some freshman. Like mm-hmm. people were literally like trying to buy them off of him. Like, just imagine like, having that much power oh, over like uh, every single person in the school and not even knowing. Why would you pay for like low quality high school <laughs> nudes when you could get actual like good nudes on Google Images some for of free? These people put their faces in them. Why are people... Yeah. Oh, I don't get nudes. Yeah. I just don't understand the appeal. And if you're going to have them, why would you keep them on your phone? <laughs> it's called upload them to your hard drive. <laughs> like, jeez I Louise. understand the purpose. Can you explain it to me then? Um, Sexting? I don't know. It's. I guess it's fun. I've never done it, but I guess for some people, I mean, you can always make yourself look better in a camera than like you feel in person. I guess. So I guess if you're sending someone like a really like bomb pic of your booty, then makes you feel good. They like it. You like it. You're all having a great time until they send it to someone else, and then the entire world has it. I don't know. Not that I have much experience, but I, I just feel like it's always better in real life. <laughs> I would assume so. But I, some of these people, they're reaching for the people they're sending them to, and it's probably not going to happen in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is, do you think guys or girls do nudes more? Um, I think girls send them more. Yeah. But it's also, uh, I think girls send them not necessarily like they're sending them to guys more but i think they just take to them. each other yeah girls take pictures of themselves because they like they just like doing that they'll send them to their friends like hey look how good i look just stuff like that not even like nudes nudes just like if you're in your underwear or bra or something and i mean i don't think there's anything wrong with that you just have to be careful with who you're sending yeah. them to that's true. I, I, I don't have a problem. It's not that I have a problem with nudes. It's that I just don't understand. Yeah. Like, why why send them to people? Like, I, I don't want to say you should trust the person because the yeah. person can still violate your trust. Of course. But it needs to be to a person who you know wouldn't leak them to an Instagram. Yeah. How, did, how did these people get so many nudes? I can't even get one. I don't know. They just collect them and then they have them and then they post them. And I guess people save them on the Instagram. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like I can't. I'm not willing to believe that girls send their nudes. Like multiple girls are sending their nudes all to the same guy. No, like he has to be getting them from guy friends or something yeah, along those lines. Yeah, all of these guys. You'd be surprised at how many girls' boyfriends show their friends and send them to their friends. Like I if someone like 
misuse my trust like that, they would be gone in a second. Like yeah, break up with your man if your <laughs> if your nudes get leaked because he's definitely the yeah, one who leaked them. There's no other explanation. Especially like um, I don't think you should send them until you're 18. Because yeah, it's Megan's laws. Of yeah, it's crazy though, like how there are no laws like protecting the people who send them. Like, if someone starts spreading naked pictures of you around school, like, you can't even go to the police because you'll get in yeah. trouble, too. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's kind of stupid how it's considered uh, child pornography. Yeah. Uh, if, if it's, like, you're, if you're 16 and you have a 16-year-old girlfriend, yeah. like, how is that child pornography? <laughs> That's so unreasonable. There's just oh, so man. many things wrong with it. Yeah, I don't know. This whole situation is very... Um, it's very, I would say it's actually controversial. Yeah, definitely. I don't know what the laws are in other states. Like, I assume we have pretty strict state for news, at least. You think we're strict? I don't know. Maybe we're a little looser I mean, I don't than other know states. What other states? I mean, because we're, well, we're a liberal state. Yeah. But I still feel like a lot of, we have a lot of, like, random laws, like, pertaining to minors. Is that right? <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't know. I don't. I haven't ever gotten in trouble with the law. Yeah, I mean. Or <laughs> I've known. I've known people who have, but they, it's all been for like reasonable offenses. Reasonable. <laughs> yeah, like possession of marijuana mm. or breaking someone's window. You know, I don't. <laughs> I can't think of any examples of like people getting in trouble with the law for an unreasonable thing besides the nudes thing yeah like other than that i'm trying to think but i i just none come to mind i don't know, just think about like uh, like other countries like you know like drinking ages are lower uh, like driver's license you get them at different times just like a lot of that stuff i think people try to shelter the younger mm-hmm. uh kids in this country you know you know the drinking age thing i feel like it should be lower and here's why yeah it's so high, and then teenagers, they, they want to drink. And in other countries, like, being drunk is considered very rude. In the United States, it's poised as this goal that you need to attain. <laughs> like, once you're 21, you had to get drunk. But being drunk is 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 not, it should not be the goal of drinking. Yeah. It, it's just a social thing you do with your friends. Yeah, if you look at, like, in Ireland, like, they're teaching their kids how to drink responsibly from yeah. such a young age. It doesn't even cross their mind that they need to get blackout drunk, like, every yeah. single weekend. And I, it's so obnoxious to, <laughs> to see people always like, yo, I'm going to get messed up this weekend. Like, good for you. I don't care. <laughs> and you're an idiot, too. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like you're held back from it for so long that, like, some people, especially if their parents are, like, super strict, like... Yeah. Like, if I catch you drinking, like, you're never going to, like, see, like, daylight ever Yeah, and again. then they go nuts once they yeah. finally get the chance to do it. And that's the problem, I feel. I, I don't... I, I think the whole cultural uh, bias in favor of getting drunk came from uh, the culture of youth not being able to drink. Mm-hmm. When they get the opportunity to, they're going to go nuts. I have these very religious cousins. Mm-hmm. And uh, their mother's their mother won't let them drink soda. Uh huh. So whenever they come over to uh, our uncle's house, 
they'll like drink so much soda it's crazy because <laughs> they, they, they need their fix now but yeah. i i was able to drink soda whenever i wanted mm-hmm. so i don't i quit i don't even do it anymore yeah my mom she never gave me soda when i was younger and she just accidentally like made me just not like it so i don't even like it i don't even drink it yeah it's not very good the fizz hurts i don't like it <laughs> yeah it kind of tastes good but the it leaves your mouth feeling gross yeah. disgusting i feel like and since like i haven't drank in it a lot ever like like a couple sips and like i already want to like puke from it yeah although i gotta say uh mango brisk uh not a soda but this new oh, sugary drink up. Oh. Sugary drink? Sugary drinks. <laughs> wow. Sugary drink. You don't understand how sugary sodas are. <laughs> you know what a Cadbury cream egg is? Yeah. All right. Imagine five of those. That's <laughs> it, a liter of I mean, soda. Have you seen the, the bag like showing like how much actual sugar is like in a, just a bottle of Mountain Dew? Yeah, and it doesn't insane. even like fit in the bottle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like how is this possible? <laughs> And, like, all these, like, sports people, like, they endorse Red Bull and Mountain Dew. I I drink Red Bull on occasion, like, if I really need it, but I can't stomach that much, so it's, like, not even half of it. I highly doubt LeBron James is chugging Sprite like he acts (laughs) like he does. Or, wait, is he 7-Up or Sprite? He's Sprite. Yeah, I don't think LeBron James drinks, uh, lemon lime soda. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't even... Sprite, like, all of them, like, they're not even that good. Did you know in uh, the UK, so we have lemonade and Sprite, right? Yeah. They also have lemonade and Sprite, but they're, like, opposite. I'm pretty sure I have this right. So, like, lemonade in the UK is, like, a fizzy. Lemon lime soda? It's, like, a fizzy drink, and then I'm pretty sure Sprite is their lemonade. I might have that part wrong, but the lemonade is definitely soda. You know they call flashlights torches? That's weird. But they I don't, mean, they don't call torches flashlights, so what do they call torches? <laughs> Fire sticks? Yeah, flaming... Flaming, uh... <laughs> flaming wood? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They don't have s'mores. What? Yeah. Like I, like I said, I'm on Tumblr a lot, so I make friends with uh, people from all different countries. Um, I actually found this out. I was watching uh, a Sam Pepper video uh, of all videos. This was like five years ago before the whole thing came out yeah before the whole thing he was doing a taste test with someone from a different country and they were like showing each from america and they were showing each other like different foods and the guy was like i'm gonna show you s'mores and he like he had no idea what a s'more was and i was so baffled and i found out recently they don't really have graham crackers (laughs) <laughs> Wait, yeah. What? yeah that's why yeah. i was thinking like they didn't think to mix them together no. but they don't actually have graham crackers <laughs> yeah i don't know like if they like <clears throat> don't have them or like they definitely don't call them graham crackers and i was talking to one of my friends from a different country and she was saying like i told her i was like i showed her a picture of a s'more i was like because we were talking about foods i was like you don't have these and she uh i was like you just need graham crackers she was like what's a graham cracker and I was like, it, I don't know, it's this cracker. Like, what is a graham cracker? All right, listen, British listeners, <laughs> graham crackers are the greatest thing that will ever happen to you. I promise. They're really good. They're so good. But what are they? Are they just like brown they're sugar? Like, they're like, I would say they're not crackers per se. They're more like cookies. 
But the but, only way to describe them is that they're graham crackers. Yeah, they're very <laughs> unique. It's, I don't know. Maybe Brain has something like super delicious that we don't have. In fact, um, you know Smarties, the candy. Yeah. All right. Well, in Britain, they have this candy called. I don't know if it's Britain if, or if it's just like the whole UK. Uh huh. But they have Smarties, but they're not our Smarties. They're <laughs> actually supposed to be like really good. And they're chocolate. They're not chocolate? like the sweet little mint type things that we have. What? So what are they? They're just chocolate? They're, it's not like just the chocolate. It's like a chocolate snack dessert oh. type thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. I think it has marshmallow in it, too. Oh. So it's like a, almost a s'more, basically. <laughs> Those are their s'mores. Yeah. Smarties are good. I, <laughs> I remember... Um, this is a really long time ago. This is like when I was in like third, not third grade, like fourth grade, fifth grade. Um, and uh, our trainer for our soccer team, he taught us about how you can smoke Smarties. And so you take them and you like unravel a little bit and you grind them together. And it's kind of essentially like vaping with a Smartie. And you like breathe in the powder and you can like blow it out. So why'd he tell you how to do this? I don't know. For he soccer? just had him and he started doing it. And <laughs> then, so years later, this was sophomore year. So soccer team, we were having a pasta party. Um, yeah. Like before one of our soccer games. And um, I was telling you about this. Um, and other people were on the team too. So like they remembered like vaguely. And they actually, and I was saying like, oh yeah. And like I'd read an article that like, people like, snort smarties like, and they started trying it so the whole the whole entire pasta party people were just trying to like figure out various ways where you could like substitute smarties for like a drug are you serious <laughs> that yeah. this sounds you're... and smarties are actually like if you snort them too much like they like mess up your nose like in a way that like cocaine would Cause they like. How do they, they know they, this? Did can, somebody like, actually do yeah, it? Yeah, it started it's happening. So it, was, like, it was like an epidemic, like at like some like school. I remember oh, the article, and they're no saying like way. you can get like a virus like in your nose, like just from like snorting them. To be fair, why would you snort them instead of just know. eating them like a normal human? I don't being? know, like what the perp, like what snorting them would even do. Like you it wouldn't high? give you like a rush or anything. <laughs> it's just you snort it, and you it's probably painful. Uh, things I was at a party the other day and this kid was doing uh it wasn't a magic trick but it was some kind of trick and he stuffed a nail into his nose <laughs> the nail was like this long so at like three inches maybe and yeah. he it went in and I don't know where it went but it was in there so like did he start bleeding or no he just like pulled it out and then he did it like three more times <laughs> I'm gross down right now. <laughs> I don't... When people shove things, like, in parts of their bodies, no me gusta. No. <laughs> I don't... I can't deal with that. That's, like... It, it's the one thing that makes me squeamish. My thing's, like, uh, like fingernail stuff. Like, uh -huh. um... You know the show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. There was, like, a torture scene, and uh, the characters getting tortured, they... 
like shoved like these needles like right underneath oh. her nail beds and every time i see it i like cringe to the max it's the worst thing ever one time my dad dropped uh, a dumbbell on his big toe oh no <laughs> and the toenail was, was like so bruised and messed up and guess what he did to solve oh the issue? Oh my god, no. <laughs> he ripped his no. entire toenail no, off. that's awful. That's and terrible. He's, he, he was picking me up from a karate, and he, he, he talks to me. He's like, listen. And he's all calm. He's like, I am in excruciating pain right now. And I'm like, whoa, what happened? He's like, I ripped my toenail no. out. Oh my god. And it... It grew back, and it's actually, like, better now. It's not, like, ingrown like it was. Oh, my God. I couldn't... Oh, my no, God. Nails, like... One... Like, I remember the first time, like, I chipped a nail was my thumbnail. You know where the Wonder Years is? Yeah. Yeah. My was, sister used to work Yeah, there. it was that preschool, and um, there was this tree. I remember I just was running past it, and I whacked my thumb on the tree, I don't remember the hurt, but I remember that it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. My sister doesn't work there. She works at a different one. Oh. It's called early years. Oh, yeah, yeah it's different. Be. But uh, I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Were you were you attending at that time or was yes, it? Yes, I was attending. I oh, remember so I like in... shoved my thumb like into the sand. Like, oh, maybe this will make it feel better. Didn't work. <laughs> yeah. You got to try what you need to try. <laughs> Man, kids' brains, they work so weirdly. Yeah. Oh, man. The conservation of volume task, like, that, <laughs> that just floors me. Are I you know, kidding like, me? And, like, you, I, like, remember, like, I, like, told him, I was, like, even though, like, they're the same right now, yeah. I'm going to pour it into this other thing. Now they're different All right, volumes. so for those uninitiated, <laughs> you have two glasses of the same size and width, and they're both filled to the same level. So you ask the kid, are these two glass? do they have the same amount of water? They'll obviously say yes. Then you pour one glass, uh, the water from one glass, into a thinner and taller glass. And then you ask, are they the same now? Obviously, the <laughs> it's the same amount of water in each one. But they just think, oh, because the water level is higher, that means there's more in the, the thinner glass. It's just like blew my mind because like and she told like our teacher like she told us to flat out tell them like walk them through to getting the right answer and they yeah. still get it wrong i know it's they're <laughs> so stubborn about it like no this is higher therefore more water mm -hmm. with with the whole dimension doesn't yeah. even matter no <laughs> no i love when we do like experiments and stuff in psych yeah um actually Remember the whole attribution thing in, uh, was it this chapter or was it last chapter? Uh, elaborate. That when you attribute, like, uh, if you make a mistake, you're, you make excuses, but, like, if someone else makes a mistake, you'll blame them for oh, being... Oh, yeah, that was personality. Oh, yeah. All right, that was yeah, last so if chapter. Yeah, someone, so if someone runs a red light, yeah. you're like, oh, man, like, they're an awful driver. But if you run it, you're like, oh, I was in a rush. Yeah, I, uh, before that chapter... I actually talked about that very thing on uh, the spinoff of this podcast. Oh, really? uh, this is what we're talking about. By the way, go check it out. I'm <laughs> plugging it right now. Uh, I didn't call it an attribution error, but I basically talked about how like um, people will 
assume they know things about people without actually knowing their situation at all. Uh, A a lot of stuff, a lot of things in psychology that I learn about are observations that I've already made. I don't Mm -hmm. know about you, but... It's basically just, like, messing with my mind. Like, it's all stuff that I've, like, thought about, but never, like, never actually, like, into, thought like, about it. into, like, words, yeah. Yeah, but right now, like, so we just learned about cognitive disordinance. Cognitive dissonance. Dissonance, yeah. I'm I not use very that... good at psych. <laughs> <laughs> I use that word all the time in my day-to-day life, uh. so... And, but it, like, got me thinking, I was like, how many things in my life am I pretending are fun just because they're not? And I want myself, I want to make myself believe that they are. Um, actually, I, I play this game called Adventure Capitalist. (laughs) I play that. Yeah. And, okay, so, for those uninitiated, that's my new favorite phrase, for those uninitiated, um, Adventure Capitalist is an idle game, so like basically you start clicking lemons mm-hmm. to make money, and then you can hire someone to start clicking them for you, and then you just wait. And eventually <laughs> you can buy upgrades and spiral your profits uh... into the sept quadrigentillions. <laughs> By the way, I've learned about uh, the names of a lot of large numbers yes. from playing this game. But uh, it's, it's really the most boring game in existence. Yeah. Like You literally just wait, but I can't stop playing it uh the events cycle through like every week and i do every single one even though i I should know better you get crazy obsessed with it i started playing it uh over the summer i downloaded it on steam and i remember like i would like wake up in the morning like like buy as much stuff as i can so that i could like make more money and more angels throughout the day and then like all day at work i would just be thinking about this game like oh my god like i can't wait to get home and see how much money (laughs) i have and now i have i stopped playing it for a while and then i downloaded it on my ipad and it's just the same thing like i'll be doing homework like all right i answered five questions how many like how much much i made in between them like (laughs) i beat i beat earth finally oh did you yeah before it was unbeatable like they ran numbers and they found out like it would take a hundred years how do you beat it i mean i bought but i bought mars or the moon i think i might have i think i bought both. mars you should buy first if you're starting out in this game yeah um because it you get a lot of mega bucks from it it's faster to finish so uh you could buy more upgrades for the other planets using that those mega bucks it's a crazy game. It looks so confusing, but it's not. It's so much fun. No, yeah. Do, do you do the events at all? Yeah, I haven't done one in a while just because I've been super busy. Like, I haven't even opened it up. Like, I'm sure I have, like, so much money right now because I haven't looked at it in a while. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they're fun. I hate how they're just, like, they're hard, though. They're hard on the iPad because, like, um, when you get the multiplier and you have to keep tapping it, it's, like, easier to click. On the computer? Yeah, but you do get the ad boost, don't you? Do I? I don't know. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, the, the, the whole thing on Steam, if you play it, is... Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Uh, on mobile, like, you get an ad boost, so you can watch an ad, and it'll double, oh, oh, yeah, like, quadruple yeah, yeah, or that. double or something for the next four hours. Uh, you can't get that on PC. So I've, I have to play without it. <laughs> and uh, I've gotten every badge and... Uh, accolade for every event so far really and i'm not willing i'm That's not ready crazy. to give it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> even though uh i've repeated some events three times now like the valentine's <laughs> day one it's been oh, i've no. done it three times it's the exact same thing but i don't know i can't not do it i can't leave that blank 
little thing in it's my an addictive game. Yeah, like it, for no reason. Clicker Heroes is the same type of game. They, I haven't it's that. basically a Skinner box. You press the button and watch <laughs> the numbers go up. It's satisfying, so you oh. want to do it more. Skinner, going back to psychology. (laughs) Not prepared for psych at all. Time's up. I'm not prepared. Is that what you said? Yeah. I've been unprepared for things like class. I've not brought my pencil before. (laughs) And uh, I've never really been unprepared for like a major test. I I can't say I ever have. the occasional pop quiz I've been unprepared <laughs> for, but that about wraps it up. Uh, I pay attention a lot in class, unlike ninety-nine percent of the population. I'm opposite. Two psych tests ago, I like forgot that we had a test like over the weekend, mm-hmm. and then like by the time I remembered, I was I just didn't care. I was like, I'm over <laughs> this class. Like, what's the point? Even like, I'm not gonna pass the AP test. Is this the class you do worst in, or is um, it your hardest class? I should say. I it's the class I do worst in. It's actually like just my like I take AP environmental science. They're the only AP classes I take, and I do pretty bad in them both. Um, <laughs> mostly because I am not a studier at all. Yeah, neither am I. If I had flashcards, um, and the motivation to study, like. Uh, I would get much better grades, but Maybe you should I follow don't, a study blog I don't on feel Tumblr. like making flashcards. Yeah, I should. Fo- I thought about making a study, but I was like, maybe this will make me a better student. And I was like, that sounds like a lot of work. But all your other classes <laughs> you do fine in without studying. Yeah. Uh, oh, the move. The move to AP. Is, <laughs> the move to AP is like a big transition. AP is so actually. hard. I don't like the way AP teaches. I like the okay. So, I like the way uh, our psych teacher teaches. Um, but for her class, I feel I don't get enough time. Like, like, like she gives us a test like once a week. Yeah. And that's not enough time for me to like actually learn anything or retain any information. And then in environmental, he just info dumps. He goes mm-hmm. through like these like 70 slide PowerPoints and just gives us all the information in the chapter. And then we have like these online homework things. And I just click random answers because I'm like, I'm at home, I'm, I'm on my computer, and I'm doing homework on my computer when I could be doing something else. So, like, <laughs> like yeah. adventure capitalism. Yeah. Computer. The worst thing is, though, <laughs> the homework is graded. Yeah. So, and it makes me even more mad because like, I'm doing all this homework and, like, I'm going to get a bad grade on it because I'm getting these answers wrong because I don't understand what we're doing because I'm not learning anything in class. And it's just. It all piles onto itself. Yeah. The, the thing about psych, it's such an easy uh, AP because mm-hmm. she teaches it in a very n- non-academic way. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yes. Yeah. Hands and, on. Uh-huh. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, like, <laughs> the, the, her style, but <laughs> she's a very great teacher still, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, for most students, her style of teaching is very good. So yeah. So I applaud her. I like it, I mean, because some of the concepts, like, you read them, and you're like, and you're like, you kind of get it, but you don't, like, fully get it, and then she'll, like, actually, like, make it happen in class, Uh and you just get that extra level of understanding. So, you you actually understand, instead of just knowing the info. I really like this chapter, though, like, the Stanford Prison Experiment is, like, one of the most interesting things to me. Yeah. 
ethics holds back <laughs> scientific experimentation Seriously, way too does. much. Like, how is how is the Milgram experiment unethical? Explain People's that. morals are just too good. They need lower morals. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> they they intentionally went to the next level. Like, mm-hmm. it's their fault. For those uninitiated, <laughs> uh, the Milgram experiment is that experiment, the famous one where uh, you, you the, the authority figure told someone to like shock uh, a subject in another room. It wasn't real. They didn't actually administer shocks. But they went all the way up to the maximum voltage, which was unexpected. Mm-hmm. It was, like, up to the point where, like, the person was probably dead, who was, like, yeah. being shocked. Or unconscious at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> and they still went for it just because someone told them to. Yeah, it's crazy I how I like we... to think that... I mean, I was sitting there, like, before she even said, like, what happened to the experiment, I was like, oh, like, I would go all the way. Like, no problem. <laughs> I was like... When she told me they gave them $5, like, I would do anything <laughs> for a $5 bill. Like, <laughs> you just have to separate yourself. Like, you're yeah. just pushing a button. Maybe yeah. I am a psychopath, but <laughs> Maybe I am. $5? She was saying, like, like these on. people were, like, having trouble with it. I guess you don't know until you're in that situation. I mean, yeah. not to sound like a psychopath, but, like... It didn't seem like that, like, make, like, make you that distraught. Yeah. I'm always skeptical of, skeptical of things. Like, uh, uh, so we did an experiment class today. Do you want to explain it for those who are, uh, uninitiated? (laughs) I've said, I, I actually, I don't say that very often. (laughs) It's this podcast that's been making me say it all the time. Because I, I don't want uh, any of our listeners to not be in in on the know, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, the experiment we did was we grabbed a random person from the hallway, and then we had five volunteers, or I guess it was just the front row, mm-hmm. not really volunteers. And uh, we pretended that she also got them to do the experiment. And we had, like, these lines... And it was like X, and then it was A, B, C, and D. And A, B, C, and D are all different lengths, and one of them matched up with X. So uh, A, B, and C, and D are all different colors. So she told the subject that it was a test of um, like color. colors on visual perception. But actually, it was a test to see if people would lie just to go with the group. So the she went down the row, and uh, she asked the first one, like, which line is the same length as X, A, B, C, or D. So the first time, everyone gave the right answer. The second time, um, the second time onwards, she would give the wrong answer, and then she would go down the line, and the people who were in on it also uh, gave the wrong answer, and then the the subject would also feel pressured to give that same wrong answer because everyone else gave it. Yeah, and so my freshman year, uh, my sister was taking psych, and she had her teacher call me down, and they had me do that same experiment. Did you fall? No, I didn't. Yeah. And so I went into, like, I go into things so skeptical, like, especially if it's like, oh, come do this experiment. I'm like, okay, well, something's off. And in general, I was like, okay, maybe they're testing, like, the difference between, like, age groups and how they see things. I'm obviously not wrong. They're obviously seeing something (laughs) different than me. So it's like, even if I went into a weird experiment, I would still think, like, well, something... You know, I'm whatever I'm doing, I'm doing right. Like <laughs> yeah, a lot of things she talks about in psychology, uh, I 
I don't want to say I feel... I, I No, I do want to say this. I feel like they don't actually apply to me, and I don't know why. <laughs> I guess I'm just weird, but she's like, no, 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 everybody does this. Uh-huh. And I, I just genuinely feel like I don't. Like, the, the whole thing where humans are really bad at statistics. Mm-hmm. I used to be bad at them, but I took a stats class, and now I, like, understand them better. <laughs> so I feel like now I'm immune to those kinds of... Uh, poor perceptions yeah i don't know maybe i'm actually not but i always get the feeling that like this doesn't apply to me (laughs) when she talks about i think um i mean correct me wrong you seem like a very like scientific practical logical person uh and like psychology is a science but i think it's a science in the same way that like philosophy is a science or how like religion's a science and it like not it's not necessarily like believable mm-hmm. so if you're more practical you're not gonna uh believe in these ideologies that like humans do this and humans do that and what freud says and mm. all of those things yeah i don't know unless it's but... your uh you like like the biological views or like the evolutionary no views. i agree primarily with the biological and evolutionary yeah. theories usually but again they're all just explanations for what we've observed Mm-hmm. The startling thing about psychology is that it would be very valid if results were more reproducible, but like, yeah. something like 80% of psychology experiments aren't successfully replicated. Yeah, see, like, so, it has, like, she did, uh, like, the two tests, she did, we were doing oh, yeah, the, the pre- cal- and the, it didn't work. Yeah, the first two times we did the, uh, the color perception test, yeah. but the conformity test. The subjects didn't conform. And personally, and, it didn't work for me. I was like, yeah. well, I don't believe this. Like, who's going to just, like, go along with it? Like, like, maybe if you're if you're in a college and yeah. you're with other college students, maybe it's a little bit different. But even me, like, I remember, like, some of the people were in that class were, like, people, like, I, like, idolized. I, like, held up to a pedestal. I was like, oh, my God, like, these people are in this room. Like, I'm going in here. And I still, like, stood my ground. So maybe I guess it's just the type of person you are. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this... I don't want to sound rude saying this, but I feel like the smarter you are, the less you conform to yeah. those psychological theories of what you will do in a situation. Yes. Uh, and I, I can't explain why that is exactly. Um, I mean, like, in, more intelligent people, more thoughtful people. Yeah, they see through things They, they Yeah, they think about things, they observe things, uh... They are, like, very in touch with everything that goes on around them. Whereas someone who maybe doesn't think about all of the crazy things in the world all the time, they're kind of just living. Yeah. They'll just go with the flow. Uh-huh. And whatever happens, happens. Yeah. <laughs> that, was so, that was so funny, the woman who, like, gave all the wrong answers because <laughs> she didn't want to look dumb. Yeah. Like, with the fire thing, I if I was in a room and there was a fire... I would tell someone, don't you see this smoke? Yeah, I feel like I would too. Like, <laughs> maybe I, I'm I'm already a nonconformist, so I mean, maybe yeah, that's I am, I'm a little bit too. Yeah, so maybe that's it. Yeah, like we're nonconformists, so like if something weird is happening, we'll actually no- notice. Yeah, instead of like just turning the other cheek, like everyone else mm-hmm. in the room. But I feel like a lot of 
this stuff like we were talking about like I feel like a lot of it has to do with um your ability to act in like social situations like if you're a very nervous person around people like you don't want to be the center of attention you're not going to call attention to something else yeah yeah I'm not very good in social situations though but maybe maybe I'm too (laughs) far the other way like you're kind of outgoing though I would say to some extent but (laughs) Every party I've ever been to has amounted to, like, me standing in a corner. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel that. But not necess- I'm not necessarily, like, wanting to talk to people, but having the ability to. Yeah, Like, if I you're, see. like, crippled by, like, social anxiety, like, you're not going to call out smoke in a corner of a room when no one else is noticing it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe I'm more outgoing than I think I am. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. In class, I'm always, like, I always, um participate Mm -hmm. uh but and i always attributed it attributed it to like i'm good in an academic environment Uh whereas like at a party for instance of which i've been invited to three in my whole (laughs) life um (laughs) i'm not as adept so Mm -hmm. uh i kind of just hang around and don't i don't interact as much with people in that in those situations yeah i don't know it's really weird for me like I don't even know like what I am just like like I can't talk to people like once like you get me talking to someone like it's pretty much like no problem yeah but I don't like initiate things even like if I'm not nervous like I still just won't initiate See, you things. know my, my problem is like w- when I arrive to a social gathering <laughs> people will be having a conversation uh-huh and it's typically about like people I don't know oh, okay. or uh, a situation that I, I know nothing about so I'm trying to f- always find an excuse to join in on the conversation uh-huh. without being awkward and weird about mm-hmm. it. And it's just not possible. Uh, like, e- I either have to awkwardly join in on the conversation or just not. Yeah. I wouldn't say I, like, can effortlessly join in a conversation, but I would say it's usually not an issue for me to, like, be able to, like, yeah. join in on, like, what people are talking about. Yeah. Or even just, like, make friends and stuff, like... I don't even, like, remember, like, making friends. Like, I feel like it just happens. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, there's no, like, there's no, like, real event yeah. that occurs. I don't know that... how, like, when people say, like, like oh, like, I don't know how to make friends. It's, like, it just, like... It just occurs. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you put... If you start talking to people, you're yeah. gonna make some friends eventually. The only time I distinctly remember, like, becoming friends with someone uh, was with Raya. Um, mm-hmm. We met in uh, middle school, and... We, she introduced herself to me one time in lunch in sixth grade, and then we never saw each other again. And then in seventh grade, uh, we had homeroom together, and slowly, like, we both, like, kind of, like, nervously started talking to each other, because, like, we didn't really, like, nobody else, know anyone else in the room, and that was the only time, like, I remember, like, making a conscious effort to, like, become friends with someone, but mm-hmm. other than that, like, I feel like you just start making, like, awkward conversations, and then they just turn into, like, whatever. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, so, dead air, huh? <laughs> you can slice through with a knife. There, was only seven, there were only seven seconds left <laughs> on the clock. So we're just going to ride it out. Three, two, one, blast off. All right. Well, that was a fun uh, podcast. I thought it was... I actually thought it was it went pretty well, especially for your first time hosting. Yeah, I didn't know how this was going to work at all. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, you did a very good job. You, you kept the everything going. Um, <laughs> but here's the challenge. Can you remember all four of the topics? Oh. <laughs> okay, so we started with rigid. 
Yeah. Uh, then we went to honesty. Uh huh. Um, unpreparedness. Okay. Uh, and then I don't remember what. The last one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the last one because we ended like after you were finished your sentence. Yeah. It was like a word at the beginning of that, and you were talking about psychology, but. I forget. I completely forget. <laughs> no one remembers. What were we talking about again? That's the name <laughs> of the show. Um, okay. So any final thoughts? Any uh, strings you want to tie up? No, I thought this was a very interesting, good conversation. I talked about it a lot. It's productive. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> if you ever want to come on again, let me know, sure and I'll thing. put you on the list. <laughs> um, so... This has been What Were We Talking About Again? Thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you liked what you saw, subscribe to the channel and like the video. I would, I would really appreciate it. Also, leave a comment or tell me directly, either via my personal Twitter or via the show's Twitter, which is at www.taashow. Uh, give us like a word, a random word or a phrase. And you could be chosen as the provider of the next starting topic. Uh, also, check out, um, this is what we're talking about, episode two. I don't think it'll be up when I by the time I upload this, but it's coming soon, trust me. And uh, check out previous episodes as well. I'm just plugging everything at this point. Do you want to plug your Twitter handle so people can yeah, follow you? Uh, at Kira Mafia, that's with two Fs. <laughs> okay yeah not like the italian mob <laughs> yeah but wish it was yeah seriously <laughs> if you had a mafia connection i would wasted i would be much better friends with you <laughs> <laughs> so uh this has been what, what were we talking about again uh thanks for listening and stay safe this week uh very interesting guest on the next episode so stay tuned to that